Come on, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? Come on, man. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Come on, man. Oh, I'm short. Son of a bitch. Come on, man. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Come on, man. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. What it's come down to under the dispensation of the fully automatic model is this. We are living beings. We're very sensitive. And inside the human skin, by an extraordinary fluke of nature, there has arisen something called reason. And there have also arisen values, such as love. So, a game with good and evil equally balanced isn't a good game. A game with the positive or good forces uh, clearly triumphant isn't an interesting game. What we want is a game where it always seems that the good side is about to lose. I'm really serious danger of losing. So then what's necessary is a system in which the good side is always winning but never is the winner. Where the evil side is always losing but never is the loser. That's a very practical arrangement for a successful ongoing game which will keep everybody interested. Info Ninja. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not arms, I am not legs, I am not chest, but I am back, baby. And it is an honor once again to be beating on you. Beating on your eardrums, not physically beating on you. Calm down. This is a family show. We don't do violence. We're TV. What's if you're if it's TVMA, that's TV mature. What's TV young? If you're under the age of probably 40, you shouldn't listen to this show. It's not safe. Now, got an important question for you. Have you joined the dojo? How do you join the dojo? All you do is you send us an email, infoninjapodcast at gmail.com. I let you know first about all the new shows, all the new videos, all the new merch that's going to come out. Become a member of the dojo. Be a ninja, baby. And if you are listening to us on Apple, please give us a five-star rating and a five-star review. And all of our episodes are going up in video form on good old ScrewTube. Just go to YouTube and search for Info Ninja. I'm also going to throw a link in the description of this podcast, but please check it out, like, and subscribe on our channel. And most importantly, the best thing you can do, please share this episode, share this channel, share this message, baby. And I apologize, folks, if you hear my chair kind of squeaking. Here, listen. Yeah, it, it, every time I talk, it sounds like someone's banging in a brass bed behind me. So we're going to have to get a replacement here in the dojo very, very soon. And, you know, you joining our mailing list and joining the dojo and giving us great reviews and sharing this, you're just going to contribute to making that happen, baby. Support freedom, support hope, support the Info Ninja. Now, you may or may not be aware that there is a war going on. And I'm not talking about, you know, a war somewhere in the world. Because there's always a war going on somewhere in the world. That's that's kind of the downside of humanity. Somewhere, all the time, we seem to be killing each other. Wouldn't it be great if we just kind of, you know, lived together and figured out how not to kill each other? But I digress. There is a war going on in the United States. And, and you're probably thinking, he's talking about the culture war. 
Yeah, and yeah, that, that that's kind of part of it. The, the culture war, if you're not aware, is us talking about uh, men playing in women's sports leagues. Uh, pronouns is is a great example. Um, all the fakeisms are part of the culture war. Fakeisms are a new Info Ninja original term. Hakao! Man, I love making stuff up. But a fakeism, copyright Info Ninja 2021, is when they say that America is racist. You know, there's a lot of racism out there. Well, no, that's really not true. That's a fakeism. That's what they want to present to you on television. That's what gets the clicks. That's what gives CNN ratings. That's what gives Al Sharpton something to do. Fakeism. Most of America is not racist. Actually, America is the least racist country in the entire world. Don't believe me? Try going to some other places and then come on back and talk to me. Yeah, most of the people that claim America is the most racist country in the world haven't traveled. America, yes, there are some dirty, scumball, moron, idiot racists in this country. Guess what? There are dirty, scumball, idiot, moron, racist in every country. What percentage of the population does that make up? In the United States, I'm going to say a very, very small segment of the population is truly racist. And an even smaller percentage of that percentage will act upon that racism. So that means, you know, sometimes it's it's the very covert racism where they're, they're not giving someone a job because they're a certain color. Sometimes it's the very overt racism where they're they're, you know, hanging nooses and they're burning crosses. But as a whole, the majority of the United States is definitely not racist. Have you turned on an NBA game lately? Have you seen the new Space Jam movie? Have you seen who the currently installed vice president of the United States is? Yeah, your race cannot prevent you from being successful in this country. And the vast majority of African-Americans slash black people, whatever you want to call yourself, I just like to call you an American. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. It matters to me the content of your character, just like what's between your legs doesn't matter to me either. Or what used to be between your legs really doesn't matter to me either. Sometimes there was one thing and then, poof, there's something else. But the point is, these these isms, these fake-isms are not real. And that is part of the culture war. But that is not the war that that I'm really talking about. I'm also not talking about the quote-unquote cold civil war that we're currently experiencing. So you may have heard this before. It kind of takes two, I mean, if you can call the Cold War a war, it takes two wars and combines them into one. The Civil War, so this is when we split down the middle as the United States, and I, I don't know what percentage of people supported slavery and didn't support slavery, but for the most part, we were kind of split down the middle, geographically at least. So 50-50, Civil War happens over slavery. And then the Cold War was when Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev fought it out you know, peace through strength, who has the most nukes, who has the biggest army, and they did that in the 80s without firing a shot, thank God, and we essentially just bankrupt the Soviet Union during that process, and we won the Cold War, if you would call it a war. Certainly, it's not the same kind of war as compared to the Civil War, but you combine those two and you get the Cold Civil War, and what they're saying is, is that currently we are split down the middle as a nation but we're not firing shots, which isn't true at all. Have you, have you been to any of the, the peaceful protests? 
where bullets kind of fly occasionally, where people die occasionally. Yeah, so there have been some casualties in the quote-unquote cold civil war. And, And let's pray to God it never becomes a hot civil war. But I don't think it will because I think CNN's full of shit. If, if it is true what CNN was saying and the left and the right, you know, are, are the two opposing sides and it's split 50-50, if you believe the polls, which how many more polls are we going to have to see before we go, you know, the last 10 polls were wrong. I'm not going to believe the 11th. But still, we hear these polls and if they support our candidate or our cause, we go, oh, did you hear Donald Trump's got all this support? Or did you hear people love Joe Biden? The, the truth is, folks, polls are bullshit. They're wrong all the time. People lie to pollsters. But the cold civil war, I think, is absolute bullshit because I don't think people in this country are divided on issues, at least as much as CNN makes it seem. I think we all have more in common than they let us realize. If things were hunky-dory, what are they going to talk about? Who's going to watch them? You've seen what happened since Donald Trump left office. CNN's ratings have gone in the gutter because they built an audience based on people that thought Orange Man was bad. Now that Orange Man is gone, they can't get them hooked on a new boogeyman. And, and I think a lot of those viewers are starting to go, you know what? That, that, that was complete shit we were watching. Like we were being led down a rabbit hole that they dug. There's been some awakenings on both sides. Thank God. I don't think we're divided 50-50. I think more than half of the country voted for Donald Trump. And I think way more than half of the country think of all this woke crap and this critical race theory as completely a a terrible direction to go in and un-American. But of course, CNN's not going to say that. Or they might lose the 15 or 20 viewers they still have. And there is a divide in this country and in all countries over the best direction to go in. But the crazy, woke, wacky stuff... That's really not accepted by most folks because it doesn't make any sense, but CNN likes to play it like it is so that if you're not on board, especially if you're a Democrat and you're not on board with this crazy crap, then you must be a conservative. You must be a Republican. Go watch Fox News. They kind of brainwash and peer pressure them into not leaving the cult. It worked for the Hale Bop Comet Kool-Aid drinkers, and it'll work for the radical liberal authoritarian control freaks too. But there is a war going on, and, and, and this is, it's kind of like their use of language, how they like to call certain things other things, so we kind of forget, you know, what it really is, and it's like, you know, a revenue increase. No, that, that's a tax increase. They haven't raised our taxes in a long time. You, did you hear they're raising a lot of revenue for us? No, the government doesn't make anything. They don't raise any revenue at all. Whenever they have more money, it's because they took it from you. But this great war is kind of the thing that's going on in the background. It's what's really happening. This is the war for your soul. There's a war going on for your humanity. There's a war going on for what makes you you. There is a war for your soul. In the end, when you get rid of all the crap, when you push all the the BS smokescreen out of the way, what's really going on behind closed doors, what's really at the foundation and the base of everything is that this war is between good and evil, wrong versus right. Sure, you can bring up a million different gray areas that exist, but when you get through all that crap, when you really cut down to the base of everything, it is all good versus evil, wrong versus right. And to the victor go the spoils. And that is your soul, folks. That is what makes you you. That is your moral integrity. They want to change you from the inside out. All this stuff that just seems like it just doesn't make any sense, it's designed that way. 
it's really coming down to the sides are being chosen. On this side, you believe in good. On this side, you believe in evil. And I don't want to hear all the other crap. Well, you forgot about it. You didn't talk about it. No, 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 no. That's what they want you to do. They want you to forget that what's really happening is you're picking a side between good and evil. You might think it's between right and left. And I'm not saying that all the people on the right or all the people on the left are good or bad or nothing. No. What I'm saying is, is that you are picking the path of your soul. You are being picked for a team. Which team do you want to be on? There's God's team, and then there's the other team. So it's not about letting people be free to be them. They can be them. It's about getting you to accept it. It's about getting you to teach your kids that it's okay. It's about changing you from the inside out. First, they change your language. We've seen that before. We talked about it. The the tax increase, the revenue increase. Or they'll say things like uh, trans rights. Now, let me remind you folks that if you are someone that is quote unquote trans, we'll use their word, trans, you have the same rights as any other American citizen. There, There is no law on the books that discriminates or allows for the discrimination of trans people. But how about those terrible fascist laws that they're passing that won't let men play in women's sports? That has nothing to do with trans people. It has everything to do with biological men, so people born with cocks, playing in leagues of all vaginas. And again, this is another CNN lie. Most trans people think it's ridiculous to have men play in women's sports. This is just something CNN and MSNBC and the rest of this quote-unquote main lame street media has created. Something they, they have derived for their ratings pleasure. But the point is, they will get us to change our language and start to say things like trans rights. Or trans, just getting us to accept the premise that, yes, you can transition genders. They are now the opposite gender than what they were born because they've decided that's how they are. That's fine if they want to live like that, but it doesn't mean we need to accept it. And nothing against people that that decide to do that sort of thing. You can still be at my barbecue, baby. Just bring a side dish and don't drink all my beer. So they'll have us change our language and start using words like trans. And then the idea, and, and this is really true, if you change the language, that changes how, how people think. They honestly will tell themselves, I can't even think that. I, I can't think those thoughts. I can't think the wrong words. First, it started out with, I can't say them out loud. Now I can't say them inside. Not just inside your house, but inside your heart. You keep that up long enough and the soul starts to change. The person starts to change. And by doing that, they can get you to change teams, to change sides. One side is good, one side is bad. One one side is team God, which definitely has hot cheerleaders, guaranteed. And then one side is team devil, team bad. Which probably has hot cheerleaders too, but they've probably got something. And Switzerland won't do. You you can't be neutral on this one, folks. There is no middle ground. There's no sitting around and going, oh, who's going to win when it looks like one of them's ahead? I'm going to jump on their team. It doesn't work that way. You can't be Switzerland. The Swiss make great women, great knives, great watches, great cheese. I don't know. Do they make great cheese? Is Swiss cheese actually from Switzerland? Somebody email me about that one. 
I'm not sure. I love baby Swiss. Ugh, so good. But the, the Swiss make great stuff. They just don't make great allies. There is no middle ground when it comes to good versus evil. There's no gray area. I mean, really think about it. Feel it in your heart. Does it feel true that that's the base of all this? Is that it's a war over your soul? They've tried to tell us for years that God isn't real. They've tried to tell us for years that we hold the keys to our future. Nothing against science, but you know, in a lot of ways, science and religion have started to become one because the more we learn about the universe, the more we realize that there has to be a God. But that's not good media. That that's not that synergy, that that coming together isn't what sells advertisement. It's not what makes clicks. Science and God coming together just isn't fun television. There's a lot of folks out there that like to claim that they, they're on the good team, but then they support a lot of the bad stuff. I bet these same folks would probably stand in front of God and let him know that he wasn't progressive enough. It's easy to pretend that God's not real, there, there is no heaven, there is no hell, I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. It's easier that way. It's, it's you know, you kind of go, whoo, brushers off. The problem is, folks, is that that's complete bullshit. CNN loves to talk about the big lie. MSNBC, they love that. You know, Rachel Maddow, the big lie. They're talking about Trump talking about the election being stolen. They're calling that the big lie. No, no, that's not the big lie. The big lie is that the devil doesn't exist. The big lie is that we can control our reality with our thoughts. Yes, thinking positive is a great idea. Think positive things. Have hopes for positive outcomes. That's fantastic. Work hard with a good attitude. Like you're going to win. That's great. But does that guarantee you a win? Can your thoughts actually change reality? I, I can hear the quantum physics folks going, well, there is evidence to show. No, there's really not evidence to show. The law of attraction is complete bullshit. And it's a con job, folks. You don't control things. The good Lord controls things. All we can really do is get down on our knees and pray that he stays with us. Yes, you should keep working hard. Yes, you should help yourself. But darn it, put your faith in the right team. And all you atheists out there, I don't want to forget about you. Do me a favor, just for the rest of this episode, for this discussion, you atheists. And if, and if I have atheist listeners, atheist fans, that's fine, man. This is America. You don't have to believe in anything, all right? You, you don't have to go to church. You don't have to do anything like that. So please, just for me, so you can get this message through, suspend your disbelief. Put down your magic eight balls, put away your astrology charts, and just play along. There is a God, there is a Jesus, and there is a devil. And we've got this thing called the Bible that kind of explains how things will go, specifically the last book of the Bible. Spoiler alert, it's been 2,000 years. Things end awesome, but they don't go too well for a while. It makes me wonder if maybe we're, maybe we're in the not going too well section. You can hide from the fact that this is what's going on, or you can embrace it, you can lean into it, and you can know what you're going up against. And that's what I'm trying to do with this episode. I'm trying to let you know the base of it all is that really it's a war over your soul. It's good versus bad, and start looking at it through those lenses. You don't believe me? Let's play a little game. This is the good or evil game, okay? Let's start with China. Genocide of the Uyghur Muslims. If you disagree with, with their government, you disappear forever, would you consider the Chinese Communist Party to be good or evil? Not the Chinese people. You could talk about cultural differences as much as you want. Is it good or is it bad? And I'm talking to you, John Senior. When you got on social media and apologized to China for bringing up Taiwan, when you remember that, when you talked to China, 
murderers, absolute genocidal murderers, when you talk to them and apologize to those folks rather than spit in their faces is what you should have done. And I'm not talking about the people again. I'm talking about the Chinese Communist Party and their supporters, the ones that order the killings. When he did that and when other parts of Hollywood and big business have done that, what side are they choosing? What team are they on? How about teaching our kids uh, CRT, that's critical race theory. This is basically indoctrination where children and adults are, are taught that because of their race, they're either inherently oppressed or the oppressor. So that's basically telling one race that you're not going to make it because you're oppressed. And that's telling another race you're holding other people back because you're an oppressor. Even though they've never done anything. They're just Bob and Cindy and Mary and Joe. But now they're racist because of the way they were born. Is it, is it right or wrong to tell a child of God that they are inherently a shithead or inherently a loser? It kind of seems like it's setting us back as far as racial relations are concerned. How about starting wars over oil? Is that good or bad? No, we're fighting the war on terrorism and we're getting cheap gas. Is that good or is that bad? I don't care what political side you're on, folks. It doesn't matter. There's a right and there's a wrong and it doesn't care if there's an R or a D in front of your name. How about the riots? Good or evil there? You know, when people's livelihood and businesses are destroyed, when people die, is that a positive thing or a negative thing? Wh which team do you think is really enjoying that? How about COVID? Yeah, it kills people and the lockdowns kill businesses, kill livelihoods, lead to suicides. Does it seem like a good thing or a bad thing to you? And it seems like there's a lot of folks out there that are capitalizing on COVID. So what kind of person capitalizes on evil? A good person? Hmm. And here's a great example that I'll leave you with. There have been people in my life that are being forced to get the vaccination. And when I say forced, nah, nobody's holding them down and sticking a needle in their arm. That's coming. Just wait. But they have to choose between keeping their jobs or getting an experimental drug shoved into their body. That's right, I said experimental. We don't know what it does. The, the mRNA shots, we don't know what that does to people long term. But employers are requiring their employees to get it. They're virtue signaling to the entire world. It's a political statement. They don't care about their employees' health. They don't care about their customers' health. If the political landscape were to change all of a sudden, they wouldn't want to do it anymore. It has nothing to do with anything else except money, which happens to be called the root of all. Was, was money the root of all good? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Money's the root of all that is evil. Huh. You know, they say when you're looking for the bad guys, you, you follow the money. Seriously, look at all of this. And at the, the foundation of a lot of this evil, the motivation, at least, you know, the, the human motivation, the spiritual motivation is over your soul, baby. They want your soul. But a lot of times, you know, the, 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 the dark side uses the motivation of cash to get people to do really bad things. Well, let me tell you right now, folks, there's no amount of cash that is worth your soul. Zero. Give me a trillion dollars right now and everything that I want in exchange for my soul, not happening. Not the info ninja. But that's right. People in this country, the United States of America and around the world are being forced to take a jab. It's very interesting, especially if you read that book of Revelations that we've talked about. They talk about this thing called the Mark of the Beast. You've probably heard of it before. And this mark is required for you to be able to buy or sell. Basically, live your life. 
It's not just about owning a business and selling something. You are your own business and you sell your time to your employer. So you're not able to sell or buy. You can't go see the Foo Fighters play now unless you've got a COVID vaccination, the mark of the beast. Now, that's crazy. It may not be the mark of the beast. It may just be a vaccination. I don't want to come off as absolutely nuts because I don't know that that's true. What I can say is, though, is that if you were to believe that this is the mark of the beast, they're doing it exactly the way the Bible tells you they would do it. You will not be able to buy or sell without getting it. Is someone's free will good or evil? Because free will allows you to choose, am I going to get this shot or not? It becomes less free will when your entire family's future is dependent on you having a job so you can pay the bills and put gas in the car to take people to school and to put food on the table. It becomes a little less free will at that point. By design, they want you to take your faith from God and put your faith in team human. Trust the science, even though when the science doesn't line up in their favor, they just don't talk about it. And that's not about being an anti-vaxxer, because I really am not. The polio vaccine is a really smart move. You know, that one that we know stops polio and has been studied over a long-term basis to not have terrible side effects. Yes, a very, very small percentage of people do have adverse side effects to the polio vaccine, but the vast majority of the public gets all the benefits from it. Yes, getting the polio vaccine is a good idea. And that's me making a choice. But there's a group of people out there that doesn't want me to make a choice. Doesn't want you to be able to decide your own personal health future. Is that team right or team wrong? Is that good or is that evil? Stop thinking about all the crap they're trying to get you to think about. Stop talking about all the crap they're trying to get you to talk about. Blow through the smoke. Get all the crap out of the way and realize what this really is, is it's good versus evil. It's a war over your soul. Look at everything through that lens and say, what is this? Is this God or is this the devil? There's going to be two teams. One's a loser and one's a winner. Pick your side. Hagow! Info Ninja. Some people seek salvation. Not Howard Storm. He claims faith found him. They were, with their teeth, tearing off hunks of me. They did worse things than that. A terrifying descent into death and darkness that began in the City of Lights. I took a group of students and my wife to Europe for an art tour. Spring 1985, Howard was a 38-year-old college art professor, department head, and devout atheist. I'm ashamed of this, but I really thought that um, religious people were um, simple-minded or um, just completely living in a fantasy world. He didn't care about life's purpose, only pleasure. Then you die and it's over. Paris was to be the piece de resistance until a nagging stomach ache suddenly intensified. Pain was the most acute pain I'd ever experienced in my life. A gastrointestinal perforation with corrosive digestive acid spilling into the abdominal cavity. Oh, I needed surgery within a few hours or I'd be dead. Howard's condition was critical, but the hospital staff couldn't locate a doctor to prescribe pain medication, let alone operate. Because it was a Saturday and nobody was aware of it, there was no surgeon at the surgical hospital. Ten hours later, he was ready to die. So we said our goodbyes and um, I closed my eye and went unconscious. Then something unexpected happened. He woke up, feeling more alive than ever, looking at his dead body and his wife crying. So these people 
were outside the room calling me by name. Come with us, Howard. They um, said, hurry up, Howard. come with us, let's go, we know all about you. So I thought Howard. that they were going to take me to my surgery. But he says there was no surgery. Instead, he was led into a never-ending, dark, damp space. I was terrified, so I said, I'm not going any further with you. And then they began to push and shout. He says dozens, maybe hundreds, attacked, biting, ripping, tearing him apart, just for fun. Then they did things to humiliate me and diminish me, which is part of it that I don't talk about because it's too gross. Was this hell? I don't think I was in hell. I think I was being processed, sort of like um, this was my indoctrination to become like them. And that's when he heard it. He says an inner voice telling him to pray. Memory came to me, um, very, very vivid, of myself sitting in a Sunday school classroom singing Jesus Loves Me. He says the creatures became agitated and began to back off. Out of desperation, I called out into the darkness, Jesus, please save me. And when I did that, a tiny light appeared in the darkness and got very, very bright. Within the light, Howard claims Jesus appeared and healed his wounds. And I was filled with his love for me, which is um, wonderfully impossible to describe. Soon, he says, guardian angels also arrived to watch his life in review. He says earthly achievements meant nothing here, while every human interaction was consequential. Episode by episode where I had either loved or failed to love. However, he felt them all rejoice the night he had comforted his sister after a fight with their dad. And I put my arm around her and, and held her really tight while she cried. And I um, held her all night long until um, she fell asleep. I, my angels and Jesus really approved of that that simple act of kindness. Determined to change, he asked, what is the best religion? He said, the best religion is the one that brings you closest to God. <laughs>